0: Welcome everyone to Manifesting Mastery Get the Message radio show podcast. This is Monique Gallagher with SchoolofSelfRevolution.com A little bit about why the School of Self-Revolution exists. We are gifted a mind, a consciousness and that is supposed to be the leader to decide what we want and orchestrate to everything around us to manifest it. Now your unconscious mind is the storehouse of all your past experiences, and you're able to take from that storehouse and create new from it. Well, we're not trained how to use that. We're not trained how to create that harmony, to take our unconscious minds, desires, wishes, and dreams, and then coordinate it with our deciding part, our conscious mind. That's the way it's supposed to work, but we're trained out of that knowing. And then, sadly, when our conscious mind gets convinced, well, it's not going to happen for me, I don't have any choice, there's no control, and it starts to believe that the environment or everybody else around them has more power or authority, and it kind of gives up, surrenders its right to choose, and then we get open to being influenced, and we get talked into what society wants for us, what our family wants for us, and my desire is to awaken and empower you weekly Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific time to this fact and give you some ways to see things and some tools at times to be able to do something about it. While we're waiting for others to join us, grab a piece of paper, a uh, pencil, a pen, and you might want to make some notes. So these weekly trainings are giving you strategies on how to get the message that your life is communicating. Everything is communicating to us, but we need to learn the translation skills so you can take full advantage of the opportunities your life affords you. So today's training is on why happiness is essential to achievement. Said in another way, happiness is not overrated. Happiness is not something simply that happens after success. It's a prerequisite to success. So I'd like you to write these words down, desirability equals love, love equals desirability. And we'll talk more about that. In the classes that I teach, we speak about only actively working on objectives that are a true 10 in desirability on a 1 to 10 scale, 1 being, oh, that was a horrible experience, 10 being, oh, yes, I want that again. Now, when there is not a true 10 in desirability, the stamina and your emotional fortification isn't going to be there. It's not going to be able to nudge you to stick with it. The energy isn't there for you to follow through on, the creative insights you might get, and to overcome like any obstacles that might come up. A 10 in desirability feels like falling in love. Falling in love with your objective, the object of your desire. And love is a manifesting force and probably the most powerful that we have access to. Remember back to a time when you were last in love. That moment you realized you were in love, did you have to force yourself to think about the object of your love? Not likely. It probably was the exact opposite. You had to pull your attention away to do things like work. Why is that? Besides the obvious, you know, the feel-good hormones flooding your body. You felt good when thinking about your loved one and what it felt like to be around them. And likely your beloved felt when you were thinking of them. And they wanted to be near the person who had all those loving thoughts. The person, your beloved, reacted and responded to your desire. They wanted to be near you. Well, manifesting works the same way, with one difference. You have to love this thing before you get it. You have to love the thing before you get to experience it. Think about it this way. Your loving thoughts are your manifesting power love what you want before you have it keep your mind on the loving experience of you having doing and being what you want pretty simple right well for most people focusing on something that they don't already have is kind of hard you know there's we got to do work we got to clean the house we got to make food we got to drive a car and on and on and a lot of things pull our conscious attention away from our desire And we're all trained to understand the power when we can maintain a sustained focus on something. And what can happen? We can manifest it. What if there was a way to maintain focus on what you want to manifest 24 hours a day, seven days a week, with very little effort? It won't take anything away from what you're doing right now. Would you want to know more? That's what the School of Self-Revolution does, is it teaches you how to maintain a sustained focus on your beloved outcome, on the desire that you want while you're doing everything else in your life. So let's talk a little bit more about how your consciousness works. And we're going to separate it out into two components for simplicity's sake. Let's call it the conscious mind and the unconscious mind what your conscious mind is skilled at and what your unconscious mind is skilled at. Now, this, these basics, this understanding is really valuable. You don't get this in school. In fact, we kind of get the opposite of it. It's a disempowering belief that we can't create, that we are not conscious creators of all that we're experiencing. That kind of, in a sense, we're trained to be uh, subject to whatever the world says we deserve. We're kind of trained to be victims in a way. Not very pleasant. So let's talk about this. Your conscious mind, think about it as your eyes and ears. It's your receiving. It's your deciding part. Well, it's supposed to be the decider about what you want. But again, we get trained out of that. So think about your conscious mind is a conscious creator. And when we relinquish the power, thinking we're not creating the outcomes we want because, no, nah, this isn't what I want, and then we choose to go along and or we talk ourselves into uh, we we don't have a right to choose, just accept our lot, recognize that those are simply biases. They're blinders in a sense, obstructions. They're blocking you from your inherent power, and in these calls, it's my desire to wake you up every time to for you to be aware that it doesn't have to be that way any longer. So you choose to manifest what you want to manifest, no question about it, and it happens. And it's the purpose of the radio shows. So we're going to be coming at it from many different angles. So if you've not listened to the other ones, I urge you to listen to them while you're driving, while you're doing the dishes, while you're making dinner. Have it in the background because there's empowerment energy in this. And it is teaching you things that schools did not teach you. And it's coming at it in a way that is even unique to how the new age thinks about it. So We'll have a show just on that, my um, perceptions of how unfortunately the new age got sidetracked to not being as empowering as it could be. But this, with this understanding and approaching any self-development, any book or study, you'll be able to get more from it. So we're going to be looking at this from many different angles. And I'd like you to start to think of your unconscious mind as the intuitive, raw creative power and then it's just waiting for you waiting for you to tell it what you want and then be ready for the intuitive messages get the messages along the way to make it happen it is the helper for you to manifest and we got to make sure we don't cut it off from our life it's like a powerful source of energy so let's go back to the definitions of the role of the unconscious mind here so we talked about in one of the radio shows that all the experiences that come in that you're from your eyes and ears get stored in your unconscious mind for later use. Like if you want to drive a car again or dial a phone or ask someone out on a date and so on. So your unconscious mind's the record keeper of all that's happened to you. Your scribe, your personal scribe, and faithfully recording all you see, hear and your conclusions. Did you get that? It's recording your conclusions. Those are decisions made by your conscious mind. Oh, I like that experience. Oh, that person's attractive. Oh, I don't like that person. Oh, they're not attractive. Oh, I want more of that. So there are all these instant decisions that happen. And these conclusions, we can also call them judgments, about whether something is good or bad for you becomes automated so that you don't have to decide every time fresh. It takes a lot of kind of energy to decide whether you like something or not. And it allows more of what you've decided and less of what you've decided is bad. I'm going to say that again. It's really important. That, once you've made a decision about something, your unconscious mind makes it a habit. It automates it. And it allows more of what you've decided is good and less of what you've decided is bad. It blocks what you don't want to have again. And so your conscious mind is literally saying, nope, not that again. Nope, not that, not that, not that. And then the unconscious mind follows through to make sure, nope, it's not going to happen again. Nope. And here's where it kind of gets sad. If you've ever been hurt in a relationship, like falling in love, and you've made some decisions, that's not going to happen again. Well, guess what? Your unconscious mind is saying, okay, You've given me instructions. I'm not going to let you fall in love again. No, not that. like that time you fell in love the first time. No way. I'm not going to let you risk yourself to make a new life. It didn't turn out so good last time. I'm not going to risk you by you looking for a better job. This job is good enough. Too much risk and your unconscious mind shuts down and it will block you from manifesting what you decide you want. Unconscious mind in risk? Nope. Nope. It's your conscious mind that's got to be in charge and saying that's what I want to experience. That's what I want to fall in love with. That's the object of my desire. My objective. Let's talk a little more about biases. These conclusions we jump to when we're faced with something new. Now we could call them blockers. right? Now They sound like they could be helping us because, hey, we don't want to have that unfortunate bad love affair. We don't want it to turn out like that. They sound like they could be a good thing to help us more simply navigate our life and protect us from hurt and failure. And we forget over time. They're biased. Those were assumptions. They're not true. They're not reality. They helped us get by in that moment. So, they're biases to create only, only to create that which you've already experienced. They're biases. That's all they are. So if you have never experienced a thriving business or you've never experienced being in a deeply bonded, loving relationship, if you've never experienced a successful network marketing business, your unconscious mind doesn't know how to create it for you. Until that is, you feel it with desirability and love, you paint the painting of that which you desire to manifest, the object of your beloved, your objective. Paint the painting. And then it will open up all of its intuitive powers. It will unleash the creative forces to literally manifest it for you. Because you're certain of it. You love it. You desire it. It's a ten in desirability, and it's vitally important to you. And as long as you, uh, if you, as long as you have a way to communicate that desire to your unconscious mind, which is what the School of Self Revolution does and teaches you how to communicate that desire in a way that gets your unconscious mind on board. And here's one of the wonderful things: is that once you've communicated that desire, the the object that is your beloved, and you get it there into the unconscious mind, it knows what you want, well, it's going to let you know when when you hit one of those biases, one of those assumptions, one of those conclusions that says, I can't do that, I can't say that, but I can't advertise my business in that way. No, I can't go on a date with that person because they've got, for example, a big head. Say, for example, you didn't like or trust people with big heads because maybe an uncle yelled at you as a child and he had a big head. No big deal, right? Well, it could be a big deal, a very big deal if you want a new job and the person interviewing you has a big head. Or you go on a first date and the person's got a big head. You may not have conscious awareness of your bias. You may have no recollection of the big head judgment but guaranteed a party of you remembers, and it will do all it can to protect you from big heads, even if that big head is the potential love of your life. And one of the ways it protects you is by creating immediate distance between the big-headed person and you. It can mess up the interview. It can insult the date. It can fire hose a prospect if you're in business for yourself or say you're in network marketing. And so it guarantees there won't be a second date. It guarantees there will not be a second interview. Guarantees no second conversation with that prospect. It's protected you, hasn't it? And again, you might say, no big deal. Protecting me from something I don't want. But it could be a big deal. If the only thing that's keeping you from your desired outcome, the beloved, the thing you want most, is your perf- which is your perfect work with an excellent salary, great boss, meaningful work, great team to work with is the big head of judgment, well, that's not something you want, is it? You don't want the big head. (laughs) This is a silly analogy, but you don't want that bias that happened to continually filter the things that you do want to experience. Now, someone who's a student of harmonizing their consciousness would likely start to sense when that bias gets activated and they can immediately gain control over their reaction so they could perform eloquently and elegantly and get the job or get the second date because what's happening is they're rising above what happened in their history. Avoid all people with big heads and they're standing in their causative creator power. That big head person as you know, that as, a, as a child, isn't the same person standing in front of you? Are you starting to see how useful it would be to be able to sidestep your experiences that's already happened and deal with situations as they are? Imagine the freedom. Imagine the manifesting possibilities to be able to consciously create new experiences, new successes and no longer be controlled by past limiting ones, or even fear of repeating the past. Fear of repeating the past, it's one of those biases. It's a big head bias. Because today is completely new. There's no way you can create and enter into a situation that was quote-unquote a failure. No, it's different people. It's a different time. You're a different person. You're older, you're wiser, you're in a different situation. So fear of repeating the past is simply a bias. That's all it is. And to be free of negative expectations. Imagine being filled with love and desirability for what you want to manifest 24 hours a day. Having that fill your heart and mind. So nothing intrudes, no history, no fear, no doubt, nothing but your loved one the beloved outcome you want. Let's get back to love as a manifesting force. Maintaining a sustained focus on your objectives, your desired experience, that which you really want, may not be possible if this big head blocker bias is in control. Likely, all you'll be focusing on is the big head. You know, it's right in your face. And that big head bias is in charge and all the potential benefits and the qualities of your you know your your beautiful potential perfect partner it means that the your loving focus is going to be tainted with i don't want that this big head blocker so much so that you won't be able to think about your objective free of blockers and it puts these blinders on and you'll be in big head avoidance so desirability is love Free of blockers leading to successful manifesting. That's our aim here at the School of Self Revolution success, you getting what you want and not letting your history or past limiting experiences stand in your way. So, we're going to be talking next in the next show about how to sidestep history and how to rise above past life experiences that create expectations. And that which you focus on most is likely to unfold. That which you focus on most is likely to be manifested. That which you focus on most is, unfortunately, a beloved desire. And if it's negative and it's not what you want you got to get your focus off it. You've got to get your focus off what could happen, the unfortunate outcome, because that which we focus on will be created. It can't not. And so becoming aware and conscious of all of those historical things that have happened, that would take hmm, 100 lifetimes. You don't need to do that. You only need to become aware of those historical experiences like the big head issue and those biases that are preventing you from saying yes to your next opportunity. And those are the only ones that you resolve and you clear out of the way. You clear them out of your energy field. So when you next go for that job interview or you go for that Um, date someone you've met online, or you are speaking to a prospect in a network marketing company, you're no longer focusing on that which you don't want. And you're seeing the best of them, the best of your objective unfolding. And in any situation, what is good for you and is good for others is a really beautiful, harmonious way to proceed in life. So let's take the biases out of the way. Let's keep our focus on our beloved desire, on the object that we love, our objectives, and recognize when these biases come up and do something about it. Now, if you don't already have the book, this is a wonderful introduction to recognizing what is possible when you're free of the biases and the obstructions. And you can get that at fastmoneybook.com. And if you already do have the book, I invite you to reread it. Allow it to fill you up with hope again that your life today does not have to be repeated in the same way tomorrow. And take the best parts of you, and bring those forward forward, and let the rest go. All right. Before we um, start to wrap up, are there any comments or insights or questions? And you can go ahead and um, unmute your line or you can type it in the chat bar. And like I have mentioned, each week there's going to be a drawing for a 30-minute Get the Message Breakthrough session with me. And so you'll be able to get really clear, perhaps one of the, what one of those biases are or obstructions are. And I can also help you frame the object of your desire, your next objective, your beloved object. So I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to select one of the people here um, who've called in. I think there's somebody who's on a restricted caller, so you'll have to speak up because I won't be able to see your phone number or name. Okay, Sunit. Sunit, you are the winner of the 30-minute Get the Message Breakthrough Session. And so please email me with some good days and times, and we'll get you in my schedule. Oh, you love the phrase, your beloved outcome. Me too, Sunit. I was really pleased when that came, um, came to me. It is, because when we're falling in love with someone, they are our beloved and we want to be with them. We want to just spend time around them and anything that we wish 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 to create ideally we want to feel about it as if we are deeply loved. We are deeply in love with it. So great. to neat. Thank you all for sharing your time with me. And remember you don't have to settle for what's going on in your life at this moment. You are gaining access to tools that can help you accomplish precisely that which you want to experience. So bye for now. Thank you all for joining me. Listen to the recordings and pass them along.